Mr. Andrew. See, good. Now that was going to be my closer, so now I have to think of something to throw out this entire podcast of how I'm going to end it. Hi, Mr. Thomas. Can I speak to Sam? Sam's not here right now. Who am I speaking to? Timmy. <laughs> Timmy? Timmy, I'm Tony's brother. <laughs> Hi, Timmy. Well, I'm glad you can join us. Can you stay and talk throughout this entire podcast? I would love to do that. No, I have to no, go now. No, no, I want to know your feelings on this film specifically. So let's do it together. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Andrew Thomas. I'm Timmy. Timmy? You're not. Oh, no, Tony's from the movie. So, uh, Timmy, tell me a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's keep this going. You know what? No. Let's keep it going. How, tell me tell me about yourself, uh, Timmy. I live inside Sam's mouth. Good God. How is that? It's wet. Is it moist? It's moist. So you're not inside his finger? No. Oh, I always thought Tony lived inside Danny's finger. No, he said he lives in his mouth and then he goes down to his stomach. Oh dear lord! It sounds—it sounds like uh, sounds like uh, quite a quite a quite of a. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do this. <laughs> I don't know. I tried. What's wrong, Mister? All Thomas? right, now 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 it's getting creepy. Now it's getting creepy. Sam, how you doing? What's up? I'm Andrew hey, Thomas. I'm, all right. I'm Sam Bannigan. <laughs> I hope no one clicked <laughs> off. They're like, ooh, gee whiz, I love people talking about The Shining slash Doctor Sleep. Let me listen to these guys. Nope. If you made it past, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Welcome to you. the podcast. Exactly. Welcome to the podcast. Um, Sam, how have you been? Busy. How are you? <laughs> Same thing. It's crazy. Busy boys. Yeah. Are you tapping on the desk? Nope. So... I'm so annoyed. Another Is that your neighbor's fucking? Yeah, uh, good lord. I hope, audience, I hope this you can hear it. That's a consistent good for whomever's doing it. But no. So I got home, and they were playing music, and I was like, I'll, I'll wait a little bit. And then they stopped, and I was like, all right, cool, I could record. But the music's back. So, oh, it's music. It is music. I deeply apologize. Um, it happens. It does happen. Hopefully, it's not too bad on that microphone. I like see it <laughs> go up. Oh no! Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I see it jumping. I'm so sorry. Oh, Why are they it's partying? Not. It's a Sunday night. Hey, party, party like it's nineteen ninety-nine. Every day, all day. Ridiculous. Speaking of partying, The Shining, the 1980 Shining. <laughs> classic, Stanley Kubrick, also slash Doctor Strange. No. Nope. <laughs> Do you know how many times I'm going to say that <laughs> throughout this podcast? A, a million? Uh, a million and two. Dr. Sleep. Uh, who's the guy? Mike Flanagan? No. Yep. Mike, Mike Flanagan? Flanagan. Uh, Mike Flanagan's 2019's movie. Uh, we saw them both. Uh, I, yeah, I saw The Shining for the very first time. For the very first time. Is Ready Player like One better? Virgin. Watching a movie for the very first time. Uh, is Ready Player One better for you now? No. Ready Player uh, One is still Garbo. Oh, it's not Garbo. It's cute. It's Garbo. It's fine. Uh, it's Garbo. So we are going to talk about both films. We've done this in the past. Mainly we are going to talk more about Dr. Sleep, but we will have yeah. heavy doses of The Shining. Much like my life. Um, so how shall we start this i forget how we do this i think we start with just dr sleep and then we'll get into the shining 
that. Yeah. All right. Let's, I think The Shining is more like just so that I had context for this movie. Yes. But also, I thought that was going to be part of it, and you would probably ask a couple questions. But we were mainly going to talk about Doctor Sleep. Well, Doctor Sleep, Doctor Strange, Doctor, can you please help me? I I get nervous on airplanes. So, uh, sometimes I get nervous on airplanes. Yes. Uh, we saw Doctor Sleep. What'd you think, uh-huh. Sam? It's fine. <laughs> What did you think? <sighs> I really hate to say this. I truly do. It is fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's a very average movie. Yeah. it's. I feel like we haven't done like a just average film in a while. I felt like that's all we've done for the past year. <laughs> I mean, you, what about Midsummer? What about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? What about Endgame? Like, there are many movies that have come out this year that you love. And we've talked about on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Fucking, fucking <laughs> dingo. Dingo. Did I eat your baby? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Of... Uh, how do we do this? Some, sometimes I just get brain farts on podcast. I'm just like, hey, how do I do this? Um, yeah. You really <clears throat> like the Joker? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's life. That's what all the people say. Sorry, Fly this is not another April. episode shitting on the Joker. We're going to talk about love the Sleep Joker. Or how this movie is. Um, yeah, it's completely fine. Honestly, really that conversation—that's how we feel about the movie. It's fine, and then we move on with our lives. Yeah, like I'm not—I'm really not gonna spend time thinking about this movie, other than the fact that there is apparently a character named Diesel Doug, and that's my favorite thing in the world. Diesel Doug, Diesel, Diesel Doug, Doug at your rescue. Um, I—it's good, yeah. Also, that was another reason why I'm glad we watched The Shining, because I feel like we're going to talk more about The Shining. Um, it, it's good. It, it's, it's like, I think it's not offensive. It's, There's a character named Short Eddie. I love these character names. <laughs> so, yeah, for right now, we spoilers for Dr. Sleep. Yeah, spoilers for The Shining, too. If you haven't seen The Shining, yeah. come on. Go watch it. I mean, I hadn't seen it before Thursday. So. Exactly. You went and watched it. It happens. I did, because we were doing this for the podcast. I, w- I probably would not have watched it otherwise. Herb. But I rented it for six whole dollars. My boy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, spoilers. Uh, do you want to talk about this cast? I mean, sure. The little girl's good. Ian McGregor's always good. Uh, his friend was good. I, no one was bad. Uh, Re- Rebecca this, yeah. Ferguson was actually really good. Uh, I felt I like her. I like Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, I felt like it was something different. It was like in her wheelhouse, but was still something different, which yeah. I enjoyed. Uh, that's that's. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam. I feel bad. Yeah, that's my thoughts. But we can go through each one. Well, hold on. There's a character named Silent Sari. Oh, these are all the cult members. I was at <laughs> first. I was like, maybe it's the ghost. Maybe that's why. Apron Annie. <laughs> that's so I love funny. it so much. It's so stupid. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, everyone was fine. Uh, Cliff Curtis, Kylie <laughs> Curran, Rebecca Ferguson, Ewan McGregor. Who is the little girl? Solid. Kylie Curran. Ky- Kylie, she was, really, she was really good. I actually enjoyed With the most on-the-nose name ever. What was her name? Abra. Oh. Yeah. Is she a Pokemon? Is she magic? Who knows? Sam, I didn't get that till right now. Really? It was I didn't driving me crazy every time someone said it. They were like, Abra. Especially because her first line is Abracadabra. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Did not get onto that at all. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about uh, <laughs> Mr. King. The, the Stephen King. And his writing at this point. Oh, yeah. I mean, Shawshank Redemption, The Green Mile. 
It. Yeah, it. The Doctor Sleep. The Shining. I don't, I don't look. I'm just saying, you have a little girl who thinks she's magic, and her you're just gonna name her Abra. Yeah, that's some. Uh, he he writes like eight things at a time. Give him give him some slack. Name her <laughs> Ashley or something. Like just any regular name. Not Abra. I like it. Yo, Abra. No, not Abra. Uh, it's a fine. It's an okay name for like a real human being to have, but. For a character who is like who is a little girl who thinks that they're magic and their first at least in the movie their first line is abracadabra, I think it's like, come on. Come on. I will say one thing, words that I never thought I would utter out of out of on this podcast. Uh-huh. I think this was just too goofy for me. This is too goofy. That's my biggest problem. I hoped you spiked, and tomorrow you're going to hurt your ears. Uh, too goofy? It's too goofy. Andrew! Yeah. What? And I walked out, and I was like, The Shining's like... When I say goofy, The Shining's like the pinnacle. Like, that's Andrew Thomas's goofy. That is Blowbear? That's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. The guy... When the bear comes up and looks at Jack, and then the guy goes, huh, from the corner, that's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. That's Andrew Thomas's goofy. But, like, taking the shining away from someone and breathing it in, and, oh, yeah, that's so... I don't know. That was... It was just... I have not read... I am in disbelief. I have not read The Shining. Um... But apparently the book is completely different from the movie. Yes, it's um, completely different. The book ends with the, them blowing up the hotel. Oh, well, hey, look at that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that's what any sane human being would do, just blow it up. Yeah, they like, like, they go down to the, that's where the boiler room scene from this movie comes from. Because mm-hmm. they like go down to the boiler room and they, and they blow it up. And they manage to get away just as it explodes. Which I just feel, I don't know. I've only known the movie for people who love The Shining, just the IP. Maybe it worked mm-hmm. for you, but like, I like the ambiguity of the Overlook Hotel. Is it? Yeah. Is it Native Americans uh, taking revenge on this one white family? Is it, um, you know, everything in this movie? Is it just there's a gas leak and everyone's just going a little bit crazy? <laughs> um, is it ghosts? Is it ghosts? Is it just haunted? Just from regular white Victorian people? <laughs> is it is it Stanley Kubrick confessing that he faked the moon landing? He directed all of it. I like that, and I guess I don't know. I. I was prepared for Goofy again. I loved it too. We have an entire podcast on it. Highly Dude. recommend. Um, I already did that bit. Um, oh, Wolf of Wall Street, which again I highly recommend. <laughs> um, I'm I'm okay with wacky ideas that you know me because I like how this movie really took uh, on substance abuse and. The lineage of it and the how Danny felt to Jack. I really like that. Mm-hmm. But then it was also like, hey, shine on, baby doll. I, yeah. Like, and, like uh, something, a thought that I had that if you follow me on Twitter, you got a sneak peek at uh, everybody mm-hmm. in the audience. Um, uh, ask Sam Bannigan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want more followers. Was like, I think that this movie, for a movie that like wears a lot of its metaphors on its sleeve, like it's just like this is what this is, this is what this is about. I don't think it has a solid thesis statement of like what the movie is about. Mm-hmm. I think it has ideas in there that are presented in a fine way, but they don't come together in any sense by the end of it. So by the end of it, I was like, 
what's the what are you what are you trying to say yes what's the point here is it battling inner demons is it battling external demons is it both you like live your best life is it be true to who you are is it avoid strangers like it's just sort of i don't know i feel like like where the shining the original the movie i don't know why i had to clarify where where that movie was like it was ambiguous and that was sort of the it felt like that was the point of it this was ambiguous and it just felt like it didn't because it didn't know because writer director editor mike flanagan didn't know what he was doing with it let me can i hop on that specific note people listen artists really listen collaboration's important (laughs) oh yes collaboration's very very important yeah there was a hey this movie is 10 minutes longer than the the shining and the shining is a long movie i believe that people can be auteurs people people can write direct act i believe it i don't know editing's where i draw my line yeah, that, editing, get someone else in there. That's where you're just think, too close to the project. Out of those, I think out of those three, like writing, directing, editing, I think you can do two of them. Honestly, I think the Like right. if you write and edit the movie, I think that's okay. I think mm-hmm. if you direct and edit the movie, that's okay. If you write and direct a movie, that's okay. But you need like another person to be at one of those major tent poles of this movie. Yeah to have someone to bounce off of but if it's just you that's like i don't know mikey boy because it was because like the thing is for me at least this movie was actively not bad but no it wasn't bad the parts that felt so weak to me it was just like you need another voice you need another opinion you need someone to say yeah i'm gonna do it like this 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 because i thought of that three years ago yeah and then someone's like well actually what about this and then you go I never thought of that because I'm only yeah. thinking of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, you had another thing that I want to add on to that, what you said earlier. Uh, ambiguity. ambiguity. Thesis statement. Messages. Yes, because my big thing also with this movie is like, okay, why does it matter that Jack Torts is in the picture from the 1920s? Yeah. Who knows? Like... I get that they're they're trying to be like an amalgamation of the book of Doctor Sleep and The Shining and a sequel to the movie The Shining. But like I don't know. It's like if you want to be a sequel to The Shining, then be a sequel to The Shining. Yes. I also I hated the reunion tour. I can't, I can't lie. I, That's fair. I was. It took I, a long time, and it and it was a, it was a lot. I was very much hoping. I was like, maybe they're not going to go back to the hotel. Do you know how awesome it would be if they didn't go back to the hotel? If the entire time cool. you're like, oh, they're going to the hotel, and they don't. But you see Blowbear and like the beach. That's what I wanted. I knew the monsters were going to come out. That like that's obvious. You can't not have that. But. Like, you're driving down, like, Sunset Boulevard, you turn, you see the little girls on the street? That's crazy. That's so we had to, we had to go back to the hotel, he has to go, and he has to, to look at back. the door. He has to be like, oh, uh, can I stick my face, can I... Uh. Here's Danny. Honestly, I would have lost my mind if he was like, if he put his head through, he was like... And now, Conan O'Brien! And that would be great. Or if he was like, Jimmy Kimmel Live! <laughs> if it was something... I, now, I that's like my goofy. That would be right up your alley, and I would hate it. I would make. I would write this movie off as garbage. I was half expecting him to like put his face in, and then him to like mutter to himself, Here's Johnny. I was like, I was like, I was, and I was prepared to be like, come on, man. And then they didn't do it, so I appreciated that. Yeah. But then they had the shot of like the ma, the Shelley Duvall in this movie, Mm -hmm. like doing the shot from the old movie, 
And I was like, I don't need that. We all know. Honestly, we all know that shot. Out of all the shots in this movie, we all know that one. Honestly, I kind of liked it. It it felt... There were a few scenes in this movie that were genius. That was, I felt like, to me, one, because it felt like a memory. It felt like a violent memory. The way Here's... it was set up, it, I yeah, really yeah. liked that. I get that. I would be on board with you if it happened more than once. Okay. That's with, like flashbacks fair. of like these new actors doing some of the stuff from the old movie. Mm-hmm. Just like small little bits. I don't need a whole lot. Two or three. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, this is an interesting like thing that you're doing. But because it happened the one time, it felt weird. You're absolutely right. That that is that makes the the uh Ah, you get it? Yeah. It's still edited very well. It's still put in the film very well, but yeah, that's... Yeah. Also, the gun was... I was flipping out of the theater when he kept reaching back for the gun. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, the little girl was like, yeah, and you never bothered to put on your seatbelt. And you're like, because huh? he's never wearing... He never latched on his seatbelt, and you see it. It's it. I love stuff like that. I love double meetings of shots. I mean, I noticed it, but I I clocked it pretty early. Because like, when she first gets again. up, she checks and she has two seatbelts on. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to him looking at, like, grabbing the gun. And I was like, oh, he doesn't have a seatbelt on. See, I What had, an idiot. I let, I let movies wash over me. <laughs> I was letting it wash over me, but I still clocked it. I was still like, oh, he's not wearing a seatbelt. I didn't know what that was going to mean. But I just knew that he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. So then she was like, you're not wearing a seatbelt. And I was like, you right. And then he crashed through the window. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Okay. Have your weird little seizure thing on the ground and turn into mist. Also, what was the deal with the girl who could, like, tell you what to do? Like, I felt like she was going to be something bigger. But Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I thought that whole gang was, like, going to be real important and real big. And then it was just Rebecca Ferguson. It would have been cool if they were like orchestrating the the shining. It would be cool. I don't. I wish that they were all there at the end in the hotel. Yeah, and then have that moment when he unlocks all of the boxes be like earlier in that sequence, mm-hmm. so that it's like you see these new people dealing with these ghosties. Yeah, right. Instead of all of them just sort of attacking Rebecca Ferguson and then all of them just sort of attacking Ewan McGregor. Like, it was, like, I thought it would have been more interesting if, like, when they get there, the hotel looks dark. No one's around, but they know they're in there somewhere. But it's so big that they're like, we don't know. Split up and find them. And then they go in and then, like, one of them's, like, walking down a hallway and they turn the corner and the two little girls are there. And it's like, that would, I think that sequence while potentially more cheesy, could have had more interesting moments. Yeah, I get that. I I yeah. did love the shot of all 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 our all our boys and girls like huddled in together about to attack Rebecca Ferguson. I did mm. love that shot. That was a very nice shot. Yeah. Um, Again, like there are there this movie in no way is like bad. Isn't that the worst? That's the thing. It's just like whatever. It's a movie. I'm not gonna think. Like once we're done this podcast, I'm not gonna think about it. It's just gonna be gone. And here's the thing. We've been getting these a lot. What are up with these decade long sequels in between each other? It's 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 like I think it's just part of that like the whole reboot bullshit that we're in. Of like everything needs to be everything old needs to be new again so we can just like keep those brands alive because like people are like oh these things work let's just do yeah. that again so I think they're they're doing that and I think in some cases not in all of them like not Doctor Sleep I think this movie is sort of whatever like pointless doesn't need to exist whatever Glad it got Ewan McGregor paid, because I love that boy. <laughs> um, but, like, 
unless you're doing something very new or really expanding on the ideas of the original one, I don't think it's necessary. Like, as mixed feelings as I have about it, Alien Covenant was at least expanding on some of those ideas and themes of the old ones. And, it, I mean, it's by the same guy, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 2049, another great example of, like, a really fucking good movie that is, like, a sequel to this other one, but it's still explore. It's, like, expanding on the themes of the original. Yes. Those are both Ridley Scott things. I didn't even think about that. Because he's the just bad. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, like, I don't know, man. I don't, I... I know you are fine with the Jurassic Worlds. I'm I am fine not. with one. With specifically <laughs> one. one. Sorry. I don't like the first Jurassic World. Well, you like the second one, which is worse, so I don't I know how that. that worked. I don't get that. Um, I get not liking it. I totally, 100% get not liking it. I do not get how you think it's worse than the first one. <laughs> it's pretty, like, they're both bad, and the second one is worse. We'll talk about Not by much, time. but it's still worse. Um, awful. Uh, like the, the, the Jurassic Worlds. Uh, Jurassic World made a bajillion dollars. So it's not like... like <coughs> art, I think artistically, it's not always great. Financially, they always kill. Star Wars is like broken, breaking every record every year. Here's my thing, and I think you said it. You brought up Covenant and... and uh, 2049? 2049. This might be a little pompous and rude of me to say, but I feel like sometimes when it's not from the source, it feels a little bit like a fan film at Force Awakens. Um, okay. I, and even at Doctor Sleep. At what especially, oh, yeah. like especially the, that ended. All the stuff that, um, that, uh, I read this somewhere. All the stuff that is in the hotel in, like, the flashbacks that isn't the new actors. Like, like there's that shot at the beginning of Danny, like, going down the hallway on, on the tricycle. Mm-hmm. That is repurposed footage from the original that they then splice with the, with the new Danny turning. Yes. Which is wild. So it's like, it's really just a re-edit of The Shining, and then you add some stuff in. And I just... It's not... Again, I I am all down for reimaginings. I am all down for that. Honestly, I never thought I would say this. I'd be fine if they remade The Shining. Add something new. Get, get someone different. Mike Flanagan's a good director. Have him do something completely different. Yeah, I'm all down for reimagining. It's stuff like this that irks me, and even the big stuff like Star Wars, because it's it's just like you are here to say, "Hey, look, The Shining. You like it? I know you like it. Give me fifteen dollars." Yeah, That's and then it, it works. <laughs> That's yeah. the worst. And that works. Yeah, I mean, I hope you got your Star this. Wars tickets, everybody. I have both of ours, so yeah. yeah. Um, uh, like I, I, I was thinking about this with the, um, the. Uh, this is a, a bigger thing that we're going to talk about later this month, mm-hmm. but the whole Netflix movie thing. Yeah, that's been going on. Uh, I think if you really. If you are firm in your belief, put your money where your mouth is and cancel your Netflix. Don't go see these movies in theaters. Simple. Like, put your money where your mouth is. Or, like, like I, I don't know. I just feel like... What do you mean If that? you're that I'm, upset I'm about confused. it. What do you mean Like, if, if you are against... Not you, specifically. Mm-hmm. If a generic person is against all these reboots and sequels from old movies and all this stuff... If you're against those things, don't go see them. Don't spend the thirty, to, the fifteen dollars that we both spent to go see this movie. But why? It's canceling Netflix that confuses me. That's the thing that I was like, "What?" So if if you are if you don't if you don't support Netflix movies being like nominated for Oscars and the way that they're dealing with all that sort of stuff, 
then cancel your Netflix subscription. Don't give them 12 bucks a month. I agree with you with the remakes and all that. Netflix, that's a that's more nuanced than that. <clears throat> Netflix also has good TV. There's um, one, there is one way to show Netflix that you that you don't support what they're doing and that is by canceling your subscription. You can write them all you want, you can tweet at them all you want. It's not going to do anything until you stop giving them 12 bucks a month. Yeah, it's only one person doing it, but if you are sticking to your guns like but I mean, like I think that's what you got to do. We could get really political here. We could say that about a lot. We can say that about a lot, but we're a movie podcast, and this is what we're talking about. If you don't want children to to work, don't have an iPhone. Uh, but <laughs> but yes, you, you look like a schlub when you got that green bubble. So uh, yes, you're right, Andrew. All of us, all the, I like. I agree with your sentences. Anyway, back to back to Fantasyland. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I agree with you with that. With if you don't support, but it's, it's all it, it's. I don't know. Let's get deep now. What is it about just properties that makes you so invested? Like, I would love to not watch any Marvel movie after Endgame. Not out of the, oh, Endgame, that was it. That's the pinnacle. Out of just, like, it's done, it's over, that was sweet, it was, it meant so much to me, and now it's done, it's over. But I know I can't do that. I've seen Black Widow Day One. I've seen Eternals. I'm back for, uh, for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Are you Oh, nuts? I know you are. S- uh... And, and even with Star Wars, like, you did it like uh, uh, Felicity Jones, uh, saving the day, uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. Um, Solo was fine. Knock on wood, I pray I'm wrong, but all signs looks like Rise of Skywalker is taking a big Yui with Last Jedi. Yep. But you're still going to see it probably twice. What it, like, what do you think? I'm I'm generally asking if you have an answer, people. I don't know. Email me. (laughs) I don't know. I think, like, part of it is is I I feel like a lot of our our modern culture has been, like, obsessed with old things that whole like nostalgia thing you're like only 90s kids will remember this like it comes to, like it's everything it's everywhere yeah they do it with with all parts of of um of our lives and and it makes money it makes money consistently and it's a safe investment for for those people late stage capitalism is a fucking bitch and this is where we're at with it um um I think with like, what was I just gonna say? Um, yeah, I, I I think it's just like, however many years ago, I don't, I can't pinpoint when it happened, but something happened that was a nostalgic sort of throwback thing that made a whole lot of money. This was before Force Awakens, before all of that. Made a whole lot of money. To be a real pop culture nerd, probably Happy Days. The big nostalgia thing happened in the 80s for the 50s. Because we got Happy Days, then we got Grease, then we got yeah, all no, you're right. big 50s diners. Yeah, 50s diners are a thing. There's one the, down the fucking street. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like, and I think that, you're right, it probably was Happy Days. Back um, to the Future. Back to the Future, very similar. Like, I think it started there, and it just sort of grew over time. Mm -hmm. And then, because, like, life got more and more expensive, because late-stage capitalism, blah, 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 suddenly, oh, I can, like, most people go see, what is the average, like, 1.2 movies a month or something in America? Yeah. It's something weird like that. So it's like, most people will go see a movie a month. Which Wild. means they have to know that it's a safe bet because that's if it's you and one other person, say you're say you are paying for you and one other person, that's yeah. thirty dollars for two tickets. 
ish, yeah. give or take some. Uh, Twenty to thirty bucks for two tickets. Plus, you're probably gonna get popcorn. Another thirty bucks for two people. Twenty, thirty bucks again, depending. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at between, let's say, fifty and sixty bucks for two people to go see a movie once a month, which is like totally fair. That's a once a month sort of thing. Yeah. But it just means that, like, when you go see that movie, you have to almost be sure that it's going to be good. That's going to entertain you. That you're going to have a good time. That you're going to not, like, be confronted with serious political issues or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck you're trying to avoid that day. Because not everyone is like us, and we don't... And I would go and sit and watch The Lighthouse five times if I could, but I can't afford that. So, like... But to you know, counter... Like, not people are like me. <clears throat> To counter, yeah, I get that. But to counteract that, it's something that I think is wild and never would have guessed. Joker's about to make a billion dollars. But that's property. Again. That is true. <clears throat> the, like, the, the start of that popularity is all the people being like, oh, I know the Joker. That is true. I'm going to go see the, a Joker movie. And then, it, it, like, and then all the other stuff happens. But... Then it's the controversy after the movie comes out of some people loving it, some people hating it. And then that gets more and more real. people interested. Yeah. Then people are like, oh, Joaquin Phoenix is going to win an Oscar, blah, 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 for the Joker. People are like, oh, my God, someone's going to win an Oscar for, for a superhero movie? What the fuck? And then they're going to go see it because they're like, I got to see this. If everyone's talking about it, I got to go see it. It's the early Game of Thrones thing. You want to be part of that water cooler conversation, right? Yeah. You don't yeah. want to miss out on, on socializing. It's a human thing to do is want to socialize with your peers. So if everyone's talking about Joker, everyone's talking about Game of Thrones, what are you going to go do? Go watch Game of Thrones. You're going to go watch Mr. Robot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And be like, I have another show. Yeah. Everyone's like, shut up, Greg. Exactly. Get the fuck out of here. We're talking about dragons, not hackers. We're talking about real stuff. Not serious drug abuse. Dragons, not hackers. Talking about dragons, not hackers. I don't know why that just popped <laughs> in my head. Talking about dragons, not hackers. Going in big. Hey. Um, I I was uh, you went really deep. I was gonna say it reminds me of sports teams. Of okay, people, you know, uh, the Cowboys. Even Cowboys have been bad for for a while. For a long uh-huh. time, but people stick with them because they're the Cowboys. Same with the Where, Oilers. With the who? Oilers. Hockey. Oilers. Ah. <laughs> my black Canada, is showing. <laughs> Your Canada is showing and my black yeah. is showing. Full out. <laughs> full out who? <laughs> Who's oh. that? I was like, what sport? <laughs> um, The Oilers. That sounds like a dirty, dirty thing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, it is very dirty. The oil business is a dirty business. So it like, is a dirty fair. business. Um, uh, one thing that I'm happy about in this movie, uh, to change the subject abruptly, I, I, uh, oh, I thought I'm you glad... were keep talking about sports teams. Oh, no, it just reminds me of sport. Well, yeah, I guess I didn't finish that thought. Sorry. Uh, sports teams of like, yeah, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep trying. I think of like Terminator. Like, yes, it bombed. But still, a lot of people went to go see it. And the last four Terminator movies have been fine to awful. But people see going. Because it just... I don't... It's... It's it's just odd to me. That we all... And we all do it. If it's not movies, it's sports. If it's not sports, it's books. If it's not books, it's games. It's... Board games, video games. <clears throat> it, it, it just happened in video games with um, Death Stranding. Mm. That's causing a whole bunch of bullshit. Because um, people love Hideo Kojima. They're, like he's like the celebrity of video games. Yeah, the um, Steve Jobs of video games. Not quite, but ah. like fucking up there. Yeah. Um, I personally am not a huge Kojima fan. Just haven't... No, none of his games have ever really struck me. Other than P.T. P.T. is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm... Oh, now I feel like I'm going to be an idiot. Did he make... Oh, no. Damn. Oh. Now I'm doubting myself. Uh, did he do P.T.? 
Yes, it was. Yes. Ha ha. All right. Awesome. PT is brilliant. PT is fucking horrifying and so good. Um, that, I think, is really, really good Hideo Kojima. But Death Stranding is, like, basically a walking simulator. And it's very... And it's, like... And it's, it hits... It, that game hits its metaphors on the nose, apparently. The main character... His literal name is, like, Sam Walker Bridge. It's, like... I it's something it. wild. Phoebe, it's something Phoebe so Waller-Bridge. on the noise. <laughs> yeah, on. like, it's so... It's so ridiculous. Death Stranding. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's like it's kind of wild how like on the nose it is. Um, gotta stay on brand. Uh, gotta love Sam, your brand. Sorry, his name is Sam Porter Bridges, who is literally a guy who is a porter. Like he brings stuff from city to city mm-hmm. on a back, and you can build bridges in this game. And that's what it's all about. Oh, hey, it's about it's about community. That's I I, I it is work. that is actually exactly what it's about. It's about bringing the world together. But his uh, yeah, his mom is um, the president of the of America, and it and her name is um, is like it like her. I think her middle name is something wild. Lot so I'm of trying to find it. Lot of lumps. That's a um, Donald Trump joke. Ha ha ha. Oh, uh, Bridget Strand. Uh, but her middle name is is supposed to be funny. That's not on here. Um, but the event that like killed America is called Death Stranding, and her name ah. is Bridget Strand. Is wild. <clears throat> There's a character who like brings him back to life or something named Dead Man. Like it's wild. It's so crazy. That. Played by none other than Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, my boy. Guillermo. Um, why did you bring this point up? I'm sorry. There was Death Stranding. Game. Oh, yeah. just like the the brand loyalty. Mm-hmm. Some people are like all in on this game just because it's Kojima. Yeah, but. That like, but like before the game had even come out, before it had landed in people's hands, some people were posting like, like critics were posting negative reviews of the game, and people were like furious about it. They were like, "You don't know what you're talking about. How dare you insult this video game? Like it's a brilliant masterpiece work of art." And it's like, "Have you played it? No, it doesn't come out for two weeks." Like it's just insane. Yeah. So I don't get it. I mean, I do because I I'll watch every Star Wars movie, but like, yeah, I'll tell you this: I'm not gonna fight about stuff. I'm not gonna fight someone who's like, I don't like Star Wars. I'll be like, ah, I'm sorry. All right, I love yeah. Star Wars. I'm just, <clears throat> I just make. I don't know. <clears throat> it's more complex than just make original movies. Make oh yeah, give, make give cool good ideas. artists. Cool, like, just let cool artists do their thing. Because, like, without the this weird rebrand and reboot, we wouldn't have The Last Jedi. And I fucking love The Last yeah, Jedi. Yeah, we wouldn't have Endgame. We wouldn't have Endgame. We wouldn't have Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. That would have been a real We wouldn't have Blade Runner 2049. <sighs> I'm just going to skip over your dumb comment. My great movie? Yes. Anyway. I'm going to skip over that one. Um, I love that we didn't have to see CGI uh, Duval and Nicholson. Yes, that was very nice. I do very much appreciate that. It was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, when the little kid turned, I was like, oh, thank God, it's just like a new kid. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, good. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. We're making movies with real people. Real We're people. We're not going to take someone from the dead and, and reanimate them, even what? though they had no idea what this movie was. They don't know who's making what? it. They don't know if they trust the project. They don't know. So it's kind of, you know, actively disrespecting their uh, legacy. It's kind anyway, of seems anyway. super illegal. Like at the start of it, just that idea. But have you read the like little clip of that article where they were like, "We were trying to figure out who would ca- who we would cast," and then we came up with the perfect person, James Dean. And it's like, hold on, whoa, how did that thought even cross your mind? What about living people? What about also, living people? Also, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I imagine the perfect person has been dead for decades. 
imagine. Let's cast him. This is where this is where we have to think. We are lucky. We are we are in a very good position. Imagine someone who kind of looks like James Dean, literally starving, going to Planet Fitnesses to take showers and go to the bathroom. All they're doing is just auditioning, 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 auditioning. And they hear this. Imagine that. Imagine that. Yeah. Uh, that would be that would be awful. And also, again, these Twitter people making me making me mad. Paul Walker is completely different. It's a completely different ballpark. It's a completely different thing. He was in the middle of production. It's a completely different. That is very different. Same with um, Imaginarium uh, of Doctor Parnassus. Yes, or uh, Brandon Lee in The Crow. That is completely different. Very different. You're in the middle of production. You're already filming. They're not gonna. They can't just stop the movie. Mm-hmm. Like you I, gotta do something. Imaginarium, I think, does it in the most interesting way. Even yes. though that movie is sort of whatever. Yeah. Terry but Gilliam. It does it. Yeah, but it just it, it it does that in such an interesting way where it's just like we're just gonna have different actors. Like we're just gonna have wildly different actors play that same character. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, cool, weird. All right, let's do it. And it works. Mm-hmm. And I will say this: I agree. Those were all. Everything we just mentioned is completely different. Carrie Fisher and uh, Rise of Skywalker is a fi- is a, a it's fine not, line. It's not the obscenity of James Dean. It's not. No. It's it's not even close. But it's not close to the Paul Walkers and no, it is and, not. It is it is Dr. in a middle ground. It is in a weird point. Um, uh, because as far as I'm aware, I haven't looked into it a whole lot. They're just using footage that they didn't use before. Yes. In this one, so it's not like they're how trust is they CGing a person all the way up, or even Rogue One, uh, Tarkin. Even that, come off talking. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a little weird. That uh, Crispin Glover also like fought for the for this stuff in the eighties. Like I don't know yeah. why. Isn't that crazy? Still... Like he and he won that lawsuit. Like mm-hmm. if anyone tries to sue those people, they'll probably win because they'll just be like Crispin Glover did it, and he was a lot. Like he was alive. He was well and good. Yeah. And now you're doing it to dead people. I feel like that's even worse than what was going on. Well, here's the thing, and here's the horrible thing, is <clears throat> people are like, well, they we asked the family, they said yes. And it's like, I get it, that's good, of course. But also, you know, what about honor? What about respect? Yeah, what about, yeah. <laughs> like, the I, same thing happened with, um, not the same thing, but a similar thing happened with Tolkien, the movie that came out earlier yes, this year. Yes, yes. Apparently the family was like, but he, like so against it was like campaigning to not have it not um, released but because they, they were just like what the fuck is this like this is all bullshit yeah it's it's crazy it's I, so weird I do not understand it but again going back to Dr. Sleep uh, oh yeah I, fuck <laughs> I do like how they brought in new actors uh, I was telling you this earlier. I saw it with my sister. If they brought back Old Man Jack, I would have flipped. It would have been 10 out of 10 movie of the year. If at, <laughs> he went to the bar and he was just, Ian McGregor was just like, so this is what you would have looked like? The camera pans over. It's just Old Man Jack, like, doing that creepy smile. I would have lost... It would have been like Bruce Willis at the end of Split. I would have lost <laughs> my mind. And you freaked out when that happened. So yeah, I was I can, like... I can only imagine. I ripped my shirt. Um, <laughs> I I wouldn't... If they had done that, I would hope that they... That he did That he wouldn't say, like, oh, this is what you would have looked like. He just sort of sits down and he's like, oh, all right. I... Uh, I guess I, this movie does really like hitting the nail on the head, so maybe they would have said it. That, that, but also, I don't know, Citizens culture. Why does he look like that? He never saw him that old. Why does... 
So, Sam, you saw The Shining. Sam, you saw The Shining. I did see The Shining. Considered one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah, Uh, I didn't like it. So let's talk about that. We're we're gonna wrap up on this. All right. I yeah, love I didn't like Shining. it. You um, love it? I think it's spooky. I think it's okay. Really thoughtful. I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of Kubrick. Uh, I'm what not. what what is it? What is it that just grind your gear? Gear it or just... gears? I don't think I'm a big Kubrick fan, mm-hmm. based on the two movies that I've seen of his. I don't like either of them, and I am not keen to watch a third. Um, I think, like, I don't... It just felt... Honestly, much like Doctor Sleep, it felt it felt like it needed to... It over-explained itself at the beginning. Um... And I think, and I think that's a that's a fault of um, the writing. Like every, we needed to see every phone call, every conversation, every detail, every like weird like like every phone call. Even if it was like like when the chef was like, "I need to get to that hotel right away," it was still like, "Hey, how's it going? Super. Let's just have a super casual talk on this phone." Oh, I'm sorry to hear that about your about your family. Oh man, I hope they feel better. Anyway, so so the reason I'm calling is uh, I'm trying to get back up to the hotel. Yeah, no no worries. It's all chill. No one's going to die soon. Let's just talk casually. And I feel like that I didn't I'm not a big fan of that like everything's casual sort of tone when mm-hmm. when that character specifically like knows shit's about to go down. Like it just felt really weird. Um, can I, I say wasn't something? A, oh, yeah. Uh, what I would say about that, I like that weirdness because I think one of the biggest strengths with The Shining, it feels like a nightmare. Like a literal, you're sleeping, nothing kind of makes sense. You're kind of here, you're there, people are acting strange. You're kind of like, what? what is happening? It kind of reminds me of what The Lighthouse does, uh, previews. Uh, I like that kind of this feels weird. Am I going crazy? Is this is that is that just like a shade or is this like a real thing? What what's happening? I I, I like that. But anyway, go on. Yeah, I, I mean, if you like it, you like it. I just wasn't a fan. I just found it like, Yes, of course. I found it just sort of meandering. Like I was like do it. I don't like speed it up. Like, come on, let's let's get to going, Cooper Rick. Let's go. Let's do something. Um, I wasn't in love with any of the performances really. Mm-hmm. Thought they were all fine. Like I was like, yeah, all right, this is fine. Shelley Duvall's performance was not worth torturing her on set every day. <laughs> um. Cause like she's fine, she's just as fine as everybody else. And I was like, you know, we probably didn't need to be a complete piece of garbage to her. Um. Yeah, I just thought I was like, yeah, this is fine. This is whatever. I wasn't super into it. I, don't, I nothing about it made me angry. Nothing about it was super, like, ah, this movie is garbage. Um. I mean, other than I was telling you this before we started recording, the whole like Jack Nicholson feels like he's already pissed at the beginning, mm-hmm. so his like descent into madness didn't feel as like descent into madnessy as 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 I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, yeah, it just felt like, um, again, if you if you follow me on Twitter, listeners, you'll you'll have heard this thought before. Or read it, um, but it feels like man who's upset and angry with his life because of because of his wife and kids decides best course of action is to lock himself in a building with said wife and kids for five months, and then there's ghosts, and he murders them, and he tries to murder them, like that's sort of. So it didn't feel like that. That premise didn't really get me. I thought it was just sort of like he's already upset. Like why would you? 
go into, like, why are we taking this man who's already upset with everything, putting him into a situation that will just make him more upset? Because, like, when, the first few times that he starts acting quote-unquote crazy, it didn't feel like he was acting crazy. It was just like, yeah, he's just annoyed because he's been locked in this motel for a month. <laughs> like, he's just annoyed being around the same two people 24-7. Like, it's just a lot to deal with for any human being. And then, yeah, like, you, like the hotel exaggerates it and it builds it and he eventually goes off his rocker. But before that, it was just like, eh. You're fine. And then he starts swinging an axe, and you're like, oh, you're murdery. Okay. <laughs> Here's the... Also, what I love about the... And then a bear sh- gives a guy a blowjob. Like, that's sort of that movie. Shining, one of the most famous horror films of all time. One of the famous weapon-wielding images in film. Mm-hmm. Only one person dies. Well, technically two. But one person dies. Yeah. Uh, I think that's crazy. Uh, but here's the million dollar question. Okay. What does it mean? <laughs> the Shining? Yeah. Fuck if I know. What do you think it means to you, Sam Bannigan, personally? If it's... you don't like your wife and kid, don't lock yourself in a building with your wife and kid. Don't lock I... yourself in a haunted building. Ooh. <laughs> because... If it was just a regular building, the worst would have just been him being very passive aggressive. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, like because it's haunted, like it gets a little crazy. But Jack, if it was, he... but if it was just a regular hotel, he would be like, ah, it would just be like a serious drama. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't be this like crazy horror movie. It would just be like, ah, this man hates his family, and Jack. now he hates them more. Ah. Jack. Jack, can you hand me the salt? And then salt? he dies in Jack, a... Jack, can you a... hand me the salt? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was unnecessary. That was unnecessary. <laughs> and then he gets lost in a maze and he dies in the winter. Like, that's... <laughs> that that's is that movie. <laughs> the Shining by Sam Bannigan. <laughs> uh... The little kid can still be psychic. All that can still happen, but just not in a haunted hotel. And, like, I think... That's a very different story. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not too sure what, honestly, what either of these movies are about, Doctor Sleep or, or The Shining. I think The Shining is ambiguous, and it means to be ambiguous, as I said before. But Doctor Sleep is just ambiguous because it doesn't know what what's going on. So I, th- I think that's that's where, I said this to you again, another thing that I said before we started recording that The Shining is a better made film that I dislike and Doctor Sleep is just a media like The Shining is better a better made film than Doctor Sleep but I'm like whatever on Doctor Sleep and I don't like The Shining I get that very much uh, like Silence Silence is amazing but I hate it (laughs) Uh, we gotta talk about that one day no, we don't. I really yeah, don't do. need to sit through. Just step on the fucking picture. Just step on the picture. Save dozens of lives, and then say sorry, Jesus. Like that's it. End of movie. Two minutes. I would love to talk about it again. Um, I think The Shining is just. Yeah, what do you think it's about? Sorry. No, you're cool. Uh, I I just think it's it's just how. How we how we're all a little bit crazy. <laughs> I feel like just you're supposed to be in the shoes of, of Mr. Jack Torrance. He is our main uh, viewpoint, and it's kind of the seduction of of evil and an environment that can do that to you. How an environment can manipulate you, how the environment, no matter if it is the uh, the Native American burial ground, no matter if it's, it's you know, uh, some leaky pipes, uh, no matter how you view it in that sense, it's just how your environment can influence your choices. That, to me, is the just overarching big thought of Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Stephen King's book, The Shining? I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, I haven't read it. I haven't read it. Think I got time to read? Well, the shining small. The, the shining small. I could. Oh, I could is it? I thought it was yet. another big one. No, I don't think so. At least I don't. Maybe it, it is. Up. How many pages is the shining? Uh, four hundred and fifty pages. That's not that bad. Doctor Sleep is five hundred thirty-one. How much is it? One thousand one hundred forty. Good lord! I would love to read it, but which one? It's but it? that's twelve hundred pages. Good god! Of clown, 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 clown. Let's fuck in a cave. There, I just I just read it by Stephen King to you. Did you like can my you, audiobook? Can, can Sponsored read, by Audible. Can you read a cat in the hat for me? There's a cat in a hat and he makes a big old mess and then they they clean it up because they love each other. Oh, and thing can, one and thing two are there. Can you sum up Catcher in the Rye? Fuck Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye is about a sad piece of shit garbage boy. Who punches a dude and then he goes to New York and then his t- teacher molests him and then he's sad about it, but he's not? Question mark. That, like, I get the joke is 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 explaining these poorly, but that is a poor version of Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye. He gets molested by his teacher a, and then he's yes, like, he does maybe get molested. sad about it. He's definitely sad about it. He's sad about everything. It doesn't really like. It's just like another thing for him to be like. Man, I'm just gonna wander these New York streets. Catcher the Rye. I'm Holden Caulfield. I'm a piece of garbage. I'm a rich white boy who is sad about stuff. I'm Holden Caulfield. I hate Catcher in the Rye. I love Catcher in the Rye. I think that is probably the worst book I've ever read in my entire life. Ah. It's so bad. And on that note, I'm Andrew Thomas. I'm Sam Bannigan. You can find me at Sam Bannigan on all the social medias that I use. Are you at the Overlook Hotel? Easy joke. Boom. Sam. Sam Got him. I'm just, I'm just, no jokes and no sleep makes Andrew a, a, a dull boy. Makes Andrew okay. a dull boy. What's uh-huh. the Simpsons thing? No beer, no TV makes Homer a something, something. <laughs> uh, you can find the podcast at Welcome Back Pod on all the social medias that we use, namely Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify, and you can follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, you can rate and review us on uh, spot on iTunes, Google Play. You can like the track on Spotify and on SoundCloud. Uh, you can generally just follow us on, on all those platforms if you want to support the show. Uh, another way you can support the show is by telepathically telling your friends. Yes, actually, yes, let's try it right now. Okay, Sam, can you hear me? We're crossing the wires. We're. Uh, 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 I wish I knew Andrew? Ghostbusters better. I would, I would oh, quote yeah. that. Uh, uh, when someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> uh, what's another one? You ever dance with the devil by the... You ever dance with the devil on a pale bloom night? Here, this is my Jack Nicholson. You want to hear my Jack Nicholson impression? I would love to. <laughs> do, uh, do, do his departed monologue for me real quick. Real, real quick. These nine, these teething rats, these... Wait, no, no, I can do the beginning. (laughs) Now, people say, you're a product of your environment. But I like to think, my environment's a product of me. It's good old Jack Nicholson right here. That's Jack Nicholson? It sounds like Nicolas Cage. No, this is Nicolas Cage right here. (laughs) We're going to have sex with the Statue of Liberty. (laughs) Ha 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 ha!